Hello, and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible, and ultimately push them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation from marketing. Moneyball for growth-oriented businesses, we say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of What Makes Them Tip, where we talk about innovations that have changed everything for businesses around the world. And today we have someone who's going to talk to us a little bit about an area that I am just admittedly sort of ignorant about. This I'm really looking forward to this conversation because it's something that I've been fascinated about but have never really taken that, that step to find out more. And it is in the area of stocks. So today, I would like you to welcome with me Chief Executive Officer at Top Step, Jay Rudman. Jay, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Uh, nice to meet you, Jeff. And I'm looking forward to today's conversation. Me too. And and I'm just going to come right out with it. Like this is just an area that has eluded me. Uh, I've never quite understood how it all works. It has <laughs> always it has always fascinated me, but I've always. Uh, you know, I'm like, why are those numbers going up and down? Like, well, how does that work? Why are all these people yelling out on the floor at each other? Sure. They're very agitated about something. Um, but uh, it is something that I've wanted to learn about. So uh, as we get into that conversation, tell us a little bit about Top Step. What do you guys do there that could help me? Sure, absolutely. So one point of clarification, you're right, we do trading, but we don't do it in the stock um, market. We do it in futures and okay. foreign exchange. Okay. So there's many assets one can trade, right? Crypto is a very hot topic right now. Stocks, options. There's lots of things people do trade. Uh, we're located in Chicago. And for those that um, might be aware, Chicago has always been the epicenter for a futures contract. Started hmm. hundreds of years ago with agriculture, right? A farmer wanted to maybe sell their grain forward, uh, get a price locked in today for uh you know, anything that's going to be harvested in the future. And that's truly what a futures contract is. Okay. And the way that worked was they would all gather together. I'm not a historian of it, but sure. I'll do my best to try to explain it. They would gather together, sit in a circle or stand in a circle, excuse me. And they would, you know, trade different commodities. And it largely is commodity. It's agriculture's metals. Um, and now it's even moved into, you know, indices and other things like that, like the S&P, NASDAQ, Dow, et cetera. So almost anything can be traded as a futures contract. And as I said, we also do foreign exchange and foreign exchange is trading U.S. dollar for Japanese yen or for the euro or whatever else it might be. And again, in that world, you're just basically trying to uh, trade, you know, buy low and sell high. It's, 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 it's as simple as that. But going back to the story um, is that as, you know, floor trading uh, grew, Chicago became really a center for that. And there's the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, the Chicago Board, like there's a lot of exchange floors here. But this was really hit its heyday in the 80s and 90s. And what happened was, you know, 
computers started to take over, <laughs> right? And uh, computer trading took over. And what happened really is, it's a really interesting story, is, is because we at Top Staff focus in on the retail trader, me, you, you know, anyone that um, just enjoys trading. Um, and the way you used to learn how to uh, trade as an individual retail trader was you actually kind of started on the on the floor and were a runner or clerk or you had some really straight out of college job and and you started to you know absorb through osmosis how trading worked and eventually you might um, be allowed into one of the pits if you got the uh, right licensing and credentialing. Um, and maybe you started trading for someone else's book and eventually you started trading your book. And guess what? As you started trading more and more, we've all seen those risers in the pit. You started to rise up the pit, the bigger and better trader you became until, wait for it, Jeff, mm-hmm. you got to the top step. And okay. the top step were the best traders. They were the ones that were trading the most. And what happened is, is that when the floor trading disappeared, that entire apprenticeship model disappeared. There, right now, if you wanted to trade futures uh, contracts, you could open up a TD, an E-Trade, a Schwab, a Fidelity account, throw your hard-earned nest egg into that account, and probably like that, it'd all be gone. Mm. Um, because you haven't had the proper training and education and learning models to actually manage that risk. And that's what TopStep does. Okay. Long story short, we basically enable retail traders to practice in a simulated environment, a game very similar to the esports or any other gaming systems that are out there, but you're practicing against the live markets, but with monopoly money. And we are watching your trading in that game. And at any point in time, we can literally graduate you out of the game and put you into live markets with our capital, not your own. So you never actually trade your own money in the markets. Hmm. That's fascinating. And I'm, thank you for correcting me too, because I didn't, I'm, you're right. I didn't know that, that, that there were different uh, types of, of ways to do that, but that's kind of a fascinating history. And I totally can see what you're talking about with the, the historic, I've seen enough movies. Right. <laughs> people Training places and yep. the likes that are, yep. you know, the classics. So, yeah. But yeah, but that's, that's really fascinating. So, so this is an opportunity for um, someone who doesn't have a lot of experience like myself, or maybe wants to learn how this is, is happening. But before I run out there, like you said, and take my life savings and take a big risk, I can, I can learn on, on your environment. Tell, tell me how I would get started doing that then. Yeah, you can go to topstep.com. We have a free trial and you basically dive right in and we give you all sorts of free resources for you to learn about no futures and foreign exchange trading. Now, mind you, one day we want to get into um, stocks and options and crypto and all sorts of different assets. We're a relatively new organization, been around for about seven or eight years, mm-hmm. um, and have grown in a, you know, to a pretty decent size. But that said, we started with futures. That's our, uh, our, our nest egg. That's where we started, and we're growing from there. So if you go to topstep.com, you go, you can watch videos, you can read articles, you can start to play around in simulators. Um, and from there, should you decide to, uh, to ante up to be part of the, the simulation, there's a, a small monthly fee to be part of it. So is this something, uh, how, how are you guys, so we always want to get right to, to like the innovative ways you guys are doing things. Um, so tell us a little bit about how Top Step has innovated this process for people. 
never existed prior to this. <laughs> we actually made the industry. So okay. um, I will say I am not the founder of this business. I want to be very clear about that. Um, I've had the good fortune of having started and sold three other um, or been co-founder or founder of three other businesses that I've sold. Um, and around 2014, um, I had sold my last business and I was, I'd love to give back to the entrepreneurial community in Chicago. It's kind of a mission of mine and what really uh, generates a lot of energy for me. I was working with a couple of venture capital uh, firms, working with a couple of their portfolio companies. I was an entrepreneur in residence at one of the local accelerators in Chicago. Mm. Anyway, a, 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 a third party, uh, an organization called the Junto Institute, which um, I love, it's spelled J-U-N-T-O. They're basically a for-profit, I'm going to, butcher the actual description of it. So apologies <laughs> in advance, but they're basically a far profit condensed version of a mini MBA for entrepreneurs. But their, their unique spin is, is that they uh, do two things. One is they teach through shared experiences and two is they do it through mentoring. So I was actually connected through the Junto Institute with Top Step as a mentor. And I worked with the CEO and founder of Top Step for an extended period of time pro bono and just was helping him think through the business. It was a very small business. They had um, some great traction with, um, with uh, the product and market fit, but they really didn't build and hadn't built an organization yet. So I came in and started working with them as a mentor. Eventually they asked me to join the team and coming up on about four years, um, I've been running the organization. And since then we've really tried to scale. So, but back to your question, Jeff, is that, um, you know, really the innovation is, is that no one had ever done this before. They all, you know, brokerages want to get you into an account and want you to start trading and they want you to trade real money so they can earn commissions off you, mm -hmm. right? For anyone that's ever seen the Wolf of Wall Street, there's a famous <laughs> quote in there that basically said, you know, uh, and I'm, again, I'm paraphrasing here, um, you know, a client is a client until proven broke. Mm. Um, right. So we are trying to flip that model upside down and say, don't open a brokerage account. We love the brokerages. They're good partners of ours, but practice before you go there. So you can elongate your trading experience within these brokerage accounts and make money in it using our money and not your own money. I love, I love the, uh, I saw a slogan or a, a, a tagline, if you will, in your LinkedIn, it says, if you're going to bet on someone, bet on yourself. Right. Can you tell me what the spirit of that uh, is with your company? Yeah, absolutely. So as I said, I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur and I say that not as a, uh, a pat on the back. It's just, you know, a, a badge of honor that I do like to wear. And there are definitely battle scars associated <laughs> sure. with that. Um, and that's kind of how we run our, our business. You know, we believe in empowerment. Um, every organization probably has core values. Uh, but, you know, I've learned through the School of Hard Knocks that values are everything in the organization. We have mm -hmm. six values. We speak of them all the time. We acknowledge and celebrate when those values are lived up to. Um, and one of our values, as I just uh, alluded to, is that empowered people yield great results. And so what we do for every single one of our roles, not people, but roles, meaning that the marketing role or the product role or the engineering role, they all have accountabilities. And we basically say, here's the why we want you to do what we, what we want. But we're not going to tell you the what or the how. You are empowered within your accountabilities to get this done. Mm -hmm. And do it as you see fit. 
So we do allow, you know, failure. We do allow a lot of experimentation. We actually have things like innovation labs where people can go and practice and try and test and experiment and make mistakes in a very safe environment. And we're talking about business. We're not talking about the trader at this point in time. And so the things I've learned through many mistakes, we're trying to smooth that out for uh, our team at Top Step through our values through that culture of experimentation and through, you know, a kind of a soft landing when they do make those mistakes. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've got a, a good em- employee culture over there and, and, and evidence by you guys have, have received best places to work in, in the area. Right. A, a yeah, few times we have, we won uh, three, well, I think four years in a row for best and brightest three for crane Chicago, three years in a row for built in Chicago. So yeah, What's interesting is, is we have this uh, discussion all the time is like, you know, what awards do we try to go out after? You know, the vanity awards that say we're the, the biggest and we say, no, we want to be the best at culture. And so those are the awards that we do uh, try to go after. And fortunately, we've been quite successful at, uh, at, you know, being recognized for our efforts. Yeah. Is it more, is it more valuable then to, to win or to be considered a best place to work by the, the employees that work for you? Or the Inc. 5000 or another, you know, like, you know, based on your, the success of your company, which, which would you say brings you more, Great more question. pride, I guess. Yeah, I think it's best. I think, so I, I'm a big believer in inside out management. Like, you know, I think the doctrine of, um, you know, generations ago, or maybe even fairly recently was, you know, customers always right. I believe the customers are right, but they're not always right. We have to admit that there are bad customers out there. In fact, we don't even call our customers customers. We call them traders because that's really what they are. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm inside out, which I believe that the employee is always right. Like the employee has to be happy. They have to be satisfied. They have to be motivated. They have to be passionate about what you're doing. Because if they are all those things, they are going to meet the obligations and expectations of the trader exceptionally. And the other way around isn't true. Um, so I believe in inside out. I believe in attracting the best talent. And I believe that we should, you know, scream from the mountaintops that we continue to try to find great talent. And we do that through awards and other ways like that. So um, to me, culture is everything. And, you know, as I already alluded to, it's because of a lot of mistakes I've made in the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Well, I mean, I think there's a direct correlation also to your employees uh, be- feeling empowered and feeling like they're taking that ownership in the company that leads to things like the 5,000 and and the revenues that you're looking for or the profits or whatever your particular organization is going for. So, and you guys are celebrating all of those, right? (laughs) We are, we are. Yeah, I agree. I think the employees is the input and, and, you know, the, 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 the metrics, the financial metrics or the output. And then if you start managing towards output, you're in trouble, right? You really have to manage towards the input. Yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit about, um, how this company has uh, got started then as far as like, I know you didn't found it, but like what, what was the impetus for, for, I mean, and if you were not there, maybe you don't know exactly, but. Oh, I do know. Cause it's oh, a great yeah. story. Yeah. How, did, so how that, did he come up with this idea? Since you said it's not been done before. Where did it come from? Yeah. So the founder, Michael Batak deserves all the credit. Um, do go out and read his story. We try to highlight it as best as we can on topstep.com. And basically, he was a trader, um, still is a trader, I guess, 
Um, but he focuses most of his efforts on top stepping out on, you know, charting his own uh, book at this point in time. And he basically was a young kid came in from uh, Nebraska to Chicago, you know, tall buildings, bright lights, seeing the uh, trading floor um, and excited for the energy and buzz that occurred on the trading floor. Jumped on the floor and guess what happened? Just like I uh, suggested earlier, you try your best, believing that you're smarter than the market. He lost $30,000 once. He lost $30,000 twice. He lost $30,000 three times. $90,000 in the hole. Each time he kept saying, I'm going to do it differently. I'm going to do it better. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to get smarter. And he couldn't curb his own ambition to try to prove how smart he was against the market. And what he was missing was all the education, all the risk management disciplines, all the emotional and trader development and support that's required. And so he basically said, there's got to be a better way to work your way. Like, what's the on-ramp to being Mm. a successful trader? And that's what the genesis of the story. So he basically went back to the drawing board and said, I need to practice. Just like, uh, you know, I don't love sports metaphors, but it's apt here. Um, a sports metaphor works in that, you know, in fact, we call our product the trading combine from the NFL combine. Like <laughs> you need to practice. You need to show your metal. You need to prove to the audience that you can be successful in a controlled simulated environment before we let you onto the, the playing field. Right? Mm. And then there's another great analog besides sports that I love um, to this world. And it's the weight watchers world, Right. Everyone struggles with weight. Like no matter how you know skinny or unskinny you are, weight is a is a challenge for all of us because there's just too much food thrown at us in this you know Western culture of ours. And it's not that we don't know what to do, right? It's Hmm. really that we're lacking three things. Sometimes we forget about the education and the rules that are necessary. Sometimes we need a little bit of support from a community. And lastly, what we really need is the opportunity of practice, right? Mm-hmm. And we really look at like, you know, the, the weight world and the discipline and the rules and the community and the education, all those things that are important in, in order to be successful in weight management is exactly the same thing as a trader. And so when you asked earlier about how do you get started, you go to tra- topstep.com and you get access to a community. We have a thriving Facebook community that you can go to for free and see what other traders are talking about. We give you free access to education. You can read, watch videos, listen to our podcast, and we give you the rules, the trader discipline that's necessary for you to be successful at trading. So it's a, there's a strong analog there. That's great. I, I love um, how you, when you are telling the story of the founder and how, he, you know, those big, those are, I mean, to me, that those are huge failures. I don't know how yes. much, if that's, um, that's a lot of money for money. all of us. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, again, I don't trade, so I don't know like, oh, that's not, you know, that's, that's a Tuesday around here. I don't know. But, no. um, clearly it seems like that those were big, um, big pratfalls, but that didn't stop him. He kept going. You talked about, uh, yourself having been sort of a serial entrepreneur and that you've, made some mistakes along the way. And uh, obviously here you are and, and things are going great. Tell me about that perspective. So when, what are some obstacles that you've run into 
And how do you overcome them to get to the point where you are now? Like what advice would you give yourself back then when you were getting, when you hit those obstacles, what would you tell yourself <laughs> to make it easier? Right. The, the, the list is so long, Jeff. I, <laughs> I think we would be here for days if I, uh, you know, shared them all, but you know, the, I think the classic entrepreneur thinks that they and me um, and my younger self uh, can solve all problems, right? You can iterate your way through, you have the intelligence to, to solve it. You have a intellectual curiosity, et cetera. I quickly learned you have to surround yourself with incredibly capable, passionate, you know, and really competent people. Mm. I mean, that was the first thing I did here at Top Step was basically said, okay, Michael, you have a really strong kind of founders team, but what we really need to do is bring in someone who understands how to build an engineering team, how to build a product team, how to build a, a marketing team. And once you really get those leaders, not only to buy into the vision of the organization, but also that empowerment that I spoke of to, to run their team, to hire their teams, and to really, you know, cross-communicate with their, their peers, then you're humming along. And I didn't know that, you know, 20, 30 years ago. I've really um, have learned that through the School of Hard Knocks. The other thing is, is and I've already alluded to this, is the, you know, I came from um, some successful business schools. I had the good fortune of going to the Wharton School of Business as an undergraduate, got my MBA from the University of Chicago Booth School of Business. So I would consider myself classically trained very well in the hard science of business. Mm. I can do NPV or, uh, you know, um, a cost of capital table, but probably better with anyone or credits or debits on accounting or whatever it might be. That said, I quickly realized the hard sciences of business easily get trumped by the soft sciences. Mm. And that's where people come in and culture. And I think so hard about not only just who the right hires are, but what the organizational structure should be, what the proper incentives and motivation should be. How do we keep people with the eye towards the prize, et cetera. So those are two of the big learnings, which is really surround yourself with great leaders and, you know, really focus in on some of the softer side of businesses. Yeah. It's funny how many different interviews that I've done where that seems to be a common thing, uh, how much uh, of the learning process is helped through community be surrounding yourself with the right people, either whether it be your employees, but also mentors or, or, you know, just talking to people who have made the mistakes already. Why, why make a mistake someone else has already made if yeah. they can help you along the way. And then the culture, the employee culture, and just make, making sure that people are happy. It's, it's, it seems to be a, the, the most common thing that people mention when I ask that question is the people they come, it all comes down to the people that you surround yourself with. So that's very, absolutely. Yeah. Well, at least I'm consistent. And, you are. You know. <laughs> well, and, it's no, and I think it's true. Yeah, I think it's true. It just makes your life so much easier. You don't have to solve all the problems. And many of the problems have already been solved. And, you know, it's fascinating. You know, the analog that I use quite frequently is, is when I started the, my first internet business in, you know, 1997, 98, 99, that time, you would have to go out and buy, you know, $25,000 servers and an air-conditioned, you know, control room on an elevated floor with, you know, you name it. And now you can basically spin up an AWS server overnight, right? I mean, in fact, in seconds, if you really wanted to. And the analog I have with that is, is that like, 
you know, technology has continued to improve and accelerate and, and make uh, entry into business relatively easy. But the part that hasn't been easier is, you know, how to do this people side of the business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're a fool if you think you can solve the people thing fast, easy, and expensively. No. But what you can do is lean into the people that have made mistakes in the past and learn mm. from, their, from their stuff. Um, and hence the reason I agree with you. Get a mentor, talk to your community, you know, um, you know keep the lines of communication open, et cetera. That's great. That's good stuff. Well, before we go, make sure you tell everybody again uh, how they can find you, how they can uh, get started over there um, sure. at Top Step. Absolutely. 100%. So again, you can find Top Step. It's real easy. It's Top Step. So dot com. That's the easiest way to find more about the organization. And I'll throw my arms open and say I'm available at any point in time, too, if you're looking for um, ideas, suggestions, more community, commiseration, whatever else it might be. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, it's J, spelled J-A-Y, and Rudman, spelled R-U-D-M-A-N. Look me up. It's really easy to connect with me. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing with us today. It was a pleasure meeting you. And and I uh, learned a lot more about uh, this topic than I knew before. So I'm, I'm going to I'm definitely going to try to find out some more information too. I, I feel like that's something that I do want to, you know, I'm thinking about the future. I've got kids uh, and I want to be able to, you know, provide for them and maybe, you know, maybe a little bit of investing is what I need to look into. So there you go, Jeff. Happy <laughs> to help any way we can. That's great. Thanks so much for sharing and thanks for a being pleasure. on the show. Right. And we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of what makes them tip. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to our show, What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything. If you're an entrepreneurial leader and you'd like to share the inspiration that changed everything in your business or venture, please visit arcalea.com slash guest and a small request. If you've liked this interview, please help us out by sharing this episode with a friend or on social with the hashtag Arcalea. You can also help us out right now by providing a review in your podcast player and a thumbs up or rating review would help a ton. We promise to read every word and it helps us improve a little bit each day. And while you're at it, please also subscribe because every week you're going to be inspired and learn from other leaders in bite-sized increments. Again, my name is Mike Strada. Let's connect either on social or stay up to date on all things business at arcalea.com. Thanks again for listening and thank you for being part of the over 99% of America's firms that make up the entrepreneurial community. Until next time.